Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hey, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. It's me, Mr. Maria Menounos. (laughs) Back again. (laughs) Dubbing my beautiful lovely and talented and tired wife and tired wife <laughs> i am here with k-a-m kelsey what? alexander meyer hey everyone and by the way i don't know if anyone else has a case of the moon days <laughs> moon days it's a happy moon day because this week we're going to i think it's it's pet week right it's kelsey? pet week you guys oh and so in our house it's baby week yes so anyone who knows us you either, if you say the babies or the kids, but especially the babies, everyone knows the who we're talking about, which is our, our puppies. But uh, whether you, I know mainly about dogs, but I've rescued many cats. I love my cats and I love all companion animals. Um, well, to be honest, the week is pet week with an emphasis on dogs. So. Got it. It's a little more dog focused because that's what. Got it. But well, we love our pets. listen. We love our kitties too, mm-hmm. and um, I think with kitties, they're a little easier, a little less maintenance. Um, just all depends on who you are. I think with cats, I think 
people tend to seem like they could be a little bit more allergic to cats. Yeah. So I know my wife, Maria, sadly, is very allergic. So anytime we've rescued, we've had to partition off a, a, a room to get, uh, you know, to get them strong. But anyway, Kelsey, I see you holding little Vincenza, yes. a.k.a. Winnie, mm-hmm. um, our rescue. And Kelsey, it's been fun to watch you. I think when you're young, we all have our dogs as children and we have our, you know, very special relationships with dogs. You had your dog, Kevin. Yep. Kevin. Right? Uh-huh. Right. Growing up. And <laughs> yeah. I had, I had Nippy and I had Kip, you know, and they'll always have a place in my heart. But I think when you get um, older, there's kind of a, like, I think your connection with Winnie is why I bring it up. It seems Different, more mature, more advanced. So just to give you guys a little backstory, Kelsey really stepped in for us while Maria's mother was sick. Um, And it was 24-7 trying to keep everything going. And Winnie was starting to get a little neglected. But uh, Auntie Kelsey stepped in and they became, you know, as thick as thieves. And, uh, you know, that bond hasn't ended. I know she waits every morning for Kelsey to come to studio. And it then Kelsey ridiculous. has her in her arms the whole show <laughs> and all during the day, pretty much. Pretty much. It's funny, Kev, because you're right. It's like we grow up with these dogs, but when we're kids, we're not taking care of them. Like you see how much your dog, at least I remember how much my dog loved my mom. Because my mom took care of Kevin. No one else yeah. did. We're always right. like, we'll walk them, we'll feed them. No, you don't. No, you don't. So, so with Winnie, it was like she was sleeping with me. I was feeding her. I was. Mm-hmm. She doesn't walk, but she. I hold her when she when I walk. Yeah. So it's like yeah. she. It was the first connection with a dog that I was like, wow, I'm actually like taking care of this being. So yes. It's a whole different connection, and yeah, she's my little soul sister. And now you guys are like super connected. Yeah. And, um, you know. M- and hasn't medicinally she helped you too, Kelsey, as far as anxiety and stress? Massively, Kev. If ever I'm yeah. like in a weird mood or anything, literally all I want is Winnie and you just, you hold her right here. She calms you down. Her weight on your chest like yeah. takes down the anxiety. I swear when I have like any sort of my stomach's in a weird, like hurts, whatever, she'll like sit on my lap, like kind of lean on my stomach and she's a healer. All I mean, I really think all dogs are healers, but that's the thing about these small ones. They can be right up on you. And I don't know, Winnie, Winnie's just a special one. Healing well, all the it's things. It's funny. As we kick off this week, there's a couple of different things I wanted to go over. And one of them would be do you go with a big dog or a small mm-hmm. dog? And it's funny. I've heard like people be um, very anti little dogs. I've heard like certain men be like that. And then the same amount of those men when they're cornered and they, they're confronted with that dog to be in their lives, they melt. Of course. I mean, my niece, you know, her dad, they have, um, Pearl. Yep. <laughs> and I, and, and Pat is like a weightlifter. He's a gi- giant, very, very alpha male masculine mm-hmm. guy. And he, test he dry, he won't go to work unless he can have pearl with him and like they're together all the time <laughs> and you know so no way maria's dad too same thing get these little things away from me and then within three days 20 years ago i mean like carrying them everywhere and i mean kissing them on the lips i just crazy <laughs> so i think um i think what you i like i want to just educate people on the little dogs if you do see them yapping a lot 
you have to remember that imagine having other things around other living things around you that are 50 times your size Mm -hmm. or more. So often they're really scared. So that's why they're reacting that way. And then if, but if you get down on their level, you get low, which is always good with the dog uh, safely. If it's a bigger dog, you just have to be a little careful too. But when you get down closer to their level, you'll see they start to ease up. But um, I think with big dogs, big dogs are great too. We, you know, I've had both. It seems like I always have both. Yeah. Um, but the big dogs are great to go running with or go or to not running with. I don't know if I recommend that because there's mixed, there's mixed statements on running with your dog, um, like on a daily basis, but certainly walking them, um, playing with them, protection. So I think asking yourself those things, and then even medium-sized dogs, sometimes you get a little bit of both. Um, I feel like Bijan's Willie was kind of a little bit of both. He he wasn't as small as as Noel. I mean, it was Winnie, but he certainly wasn't uh, as big as a big dog. But he also was a tough little guy. So um, I think the other thing you want to you know ask yourself is the hypoallergenic versus the allergenic dogs um if you have family members who get allergic or um friends that are going to come over and get allergic you might want to think of a hypoallergenic dog and then remember with hypoallergenic they don't shed so that's also nice too there's not as much cleanup involved however the trade-off is you will more than likely have to groom them or have them groomed and we'll get into that a little bit later on the show um Kev, can I ask you quickly, are poodles hypoallergenic? Because I'm pretty allergic to dogs and she doesn't bother me at all. She's hypo, yes. Ah. You know, again, I'm going to start trying. I want to qualify. I am not a vet. I'm not a dog expert. I just have been, um, I've just had dog companion animals for the last 20 some odd years. And the least amount of years my dogs have lived was 16. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. You know, my team went to almost which 19. Is long. And the youngest was the big ones, by the way, were wow. at 16, which was rare. Yeah. So I will just say that my what I'm going to share with you is the things that uh, I've gone through and, you know, hopefully we'll make it so your your baby can have the longest, healthiest, happiest life. And, and for your sake, too, because, um, yeah, saying goodbye is not fun. So you really want to put that off as long as you can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that they they I've heard that with with the hypoallergenics, it's more like hair and with the allergenic, it's more like fur. 
So that's kind of the difference. But interesting. Sometimes a hypoallergenic dog, you can still get sick, but it's not their fur. It's what's their fur is picking up. Maybe they've gone through dust. Maybe they went through mold. Maybe they got into the grass. So it's kind of things like that um, that you have to be aware of. And I, I, I think the biggest, but the biggest one that always comes up is the adopt versus buy. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. So, you know, I don't want to be judgmental. When I, we, we, when I, we first got, Marie and I first got our babies, we didn't know any better. We just went to a pet store. Back then they had pet stores in the mall. And we saw baby, you know, and no one was paying attention to her but she just was so cute and we, we were so taken by her, but we didn't have the money to buy her. It was like $1,400 and we were just starting out. So we didn't have the money. And for two straight months, we would wake up almost about every day and say, what about baby? Do you think, do you think baby's still there? Do you think baby would remember us? Do you think like, and that was her name at the store. We called her that. No, stop. So we go in there. And we see baby and we see the price was like 1400, this, that 700, 600. I think it was like 400. And we were so broke. We had a financer. We're like, we're doing it. No way. Yes. And you know, uh, I'm still guilty about the two months I left her in there. Like she was now overgrown her hair. And even when we talked to the people at the pet store, they were like telling us all the, we will always remember the dog, Timmy, like, Oh, Timmy's our favorite. He was just this really cute dog. And he's like, the whole store has fallen in love with him. And anyway, but nobody, for whatever reason, you know, baby was like neglected. So, yeah. So I'm like crazy about, and Maria laughs too, but I do feel badly that, yeah, I left baby there for But you years. rescued her. At the end of the day, you rescued we her. We did. She really was a rescue because no one wanted her. And uh, you know, she didn't look like the typical Bichon. She actually looked more like a poodle. So that's why it's probably like she looks kind of like Winnie, like in pictures. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't, re- and you'll see that in some Bichons because it's just that up red as well. Um. So you know you can go down that road if you're gonna go down the road of a breeder, then you've got to look into you got to do your due diligence. I can't tell you how many stories I hear. Of, I literally just had a cousin who went to the airport to put down eight hundred dollars, went to the airport to pick up the dog, and nothing was there. It was a total scam. <laughs> Oh so, my God. Um, you know, there's ways to look into the reputable breeders. I, but I will say um, the better thing to do is to adopt. There's several, um, so many rescue groups out there for the breeds you want. There's poodle rescues and Bichon rescues and shepherd rescues. And, 
you know, um, but they really do need the home. The often the charities who take them could use the donation. And, you know, we all say in the kind of the community, the pet community that the adopted pets are the most grateful, but it, it, it's true. They really are. You can really feel it. Um, We've only had rescues. And let me tell you, I mean, speaking of speaking of my Kevin, my, he was a Husky golden mix. The best besides Vincenza, they're equal the best dog in the whole wide world. And you're so right. He was so grateful. And I remember the story with him was kind of similar to you and Maria. My mom and Eric, my sister had gone and saw him. And my mom was like, no, we can't get a dog. And for the like next two weeks, Erica was like, we can't leave him. We locked mm, eyes. Oh we my can't God. leave him. Yeah. And they went back and got him. And he was like the truly one of the best dogs. I mean, the best dog. Right. And look what he, how he completed your family. And that's the thing yeah. too. Like know that you are getting another member of the family. And I say that on the good side of things, it's, it's knowing that, yeah, you're getting another like being that's going to love you and bring love and, 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 and help your family in so many ways. But then at the same time, I say they're family. So meaning you have a responsibility to them to give them the best care, but then also like, you can't just be like, yeah, this isn't working and just return them. And, you know, listen, I understand when things don't work out. Maybe you, you know, I've, we've, I've been there too. Now I've where Athena, who was a rescue that uh, had a really bad go of it. In fact, t- today show did a story on her because she was beaten within an inch of her life at a puppy mill because she was pregnant they stuffed her in a cage and to make room for her puppy she killed another litter and the guy beat her and beat her and beat her and some vol- some person who worked there said he took her out and then she got to a rescue place multiple operations and so we took her on and she going back to baby she really baby because baby tried to be like an alpha little baby and athena's like athena didn't play and you know athena came up hard so she had that survival instinct and we almost came to the point where, you know, we had to make that choice and I'm like, no, we can work it out. And we did, we made it work and thank goodness. But I understand when things don't work, but if they don't, then it's on you get, you know, get I me, mean, make it the last, last resort then to bring them back to the shelter, you know, try again, you wouldn't do that. I would hope you wouldn't do that to a member of your family. Um, and where there's so many strays out there, um, you know, it's not going to help the process, but anyway, I, I'm, no, I think you're right though. It's like, I look at people, kids my age and I'm like, okay, if you're going to adopt, you need to fully commit. Like, it's not just like, Oh, I want a dog. And they're going to, you know, I'm going to leave them at home in my apartment all day. And no, like, yeah, no, 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 you like, th- like you said, treat them like a human. You're adding you're them. Getting, yeah. You're getting something yeah. very needy. I've heard people say that they're harder, like do- they're harder than children. Yeah, Oop, I've heard a lot of people say that. It. I don't have children, so I don't know. Mm. But I've heard people say that. Um, I know it's crazy, but if you are, I know there's mixed schools on this, but um, I'm a big fan of uh, if you, again, if you have the means getting to. So then they have each other. Then you don't, if you know, you can't be 24 seven or, you know, now I know certain dogs, 
don't want a companion, don't care. They really want to be around other humans. They're all different. But for the most part, because they're social animals, my experience, they like having somebody. Now, I've got right now Winnie and Max. And even though one 140-pound shepherd and one 11-pound poodle, and even though they don't cuddle together or whatever, they just are kind of good knowing the other one's there. So um, something to think about if you are going to be somebody that, you know, time is going to be a little of an issue, then no. If they get a companion too that they can start out with or, you know, that they know from go. Socializing them, that's a whole other thing. There's many, many ways to do that, to socialize them with another companion. But I kind of like that as a backup. Now, imagine if you have to drop them off at a shelter for a week, a daycare place or like a facility for the weekend if you travel. If you're if they get to go with their buddy, you know, then it's not going to be as bad. Um, I think the other thing too is that uh is doing some due diligence about what happens when you go away when you're not home. There's so, a, it's in today's day and age, there's so many wonderful services out there. Dog walkers. There's people come over and feed your dogs. We've had people come over and administer, administer medications to our dogs. Um, but it's good to know all of that stuff because then you can breathe. You know, you know, you're going to have a, uh, um, and again, like sometimes this stuff can get pricey, but that's the other thing too. That's the commitment you're making, you know, for everything they bring like this, it isn't free. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be like crazy money, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a commitment and there's going to be financial finances involved yeah. in this well, all also, worth it. Believe it, me. And I feel like it's the same as humans and you guys will learn tomorrow with, um, Rodney and Karen. Like if you kind of cheap out at the beginning, then it's just going to cause issues later on that you're going to yeah. have to pay for it. You know, it's like, right. So, I mean, like, like you said, Kev, it's well, like, you, you do your due diligence. I yeah. will say, and I will say that um, <laughs> something else the dogs do. If you are in a relationship, uh, and and you 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 think you're with your life partner, and let's say you may you're gonna want to have children someday. A dog is so good to get to get those parental juices going. It's a really good introduction to being a parent. Um, by the way, whether you're with a person or alone, it's good. And then, um, you know, I think when you, if you're in a career that's just work, 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 and, which is fine. Like if that's it, you just want to like go out and conquer the world. Um, or you're in a place like LA, which most people are work like that, but then any free time, it's like, I'm going to go to the beach and I don't know, certain Certain jobs, certain places, certain lifestyles can really turn you into a selfish person if you don't have children. If you don't have someone to take care of, you can kind of notice those people that didn't marry, didn't have kids. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And they, they're fun and all that, but sometimes you notice they can be very selfish because they're just not used to having to take care of anyone or anything. And I don't think anyone wants to end up like that. Having an animal keeps you grounded and makes it so you're, you know, you're connected and you're thinking of something else and the needs of something else. Um, I'll tell you about, you know, Noel, you know, uh, this was. So after, you know, we had baby, we were volunteering at a shelter and we were in our little apartment and still struggling check to check every week, Marie and I, and, um, we saw this little apricot poodle like shivering in the corner. So Maria like took her out and brought her to me. She said, Kevin, look at this one. She's amazing. And she basically, she was just like an older version of Winnie wrapped her arms around your neck. And Maria said, she can't be here. Like, this was a really rough shelter, you guys. Filled with, you know, big dogs, pit bulls, you know. Um, it wasn't for a little dog who probably, I we I figured, probably had an old, an elderly owner who either died or, you know, maybe got dementia. That's what it seemed like. So now imagine Noelle went from this probably being on like a pillow to now she's in this really hard shelter so we were like we have to get her out of here and <laughs> this is like you want to know tmi i think it was 75 dollars to a doctor and we didn't we only had 40 in our bank account <laughs> and then when they checked her they found out she had been spayed so then it was 35 so we could get her and it was right around oh Christmas, my gosh and we had no money for presents and this is what we dog had, number this is your third then at the time yeah, it's when we we had had baby and Benny, mm. and then we just wow. were like we had to because we didn't want to leave her there. And then we always talk about that's probably the best Christmas present we've ever had. You know, it was thirty five mortal dollars wow. at a time we had no family, no money, and it was us and the three little ones, and we just had the Charlie Brown tree, and we made the best of it. And um, and of course, as I said, we named her Noel for that reason. But soon enough, Noelle started having a difficult time walking. And um, next thing you knew, she, her legs just kept bowing out further and further and further to the point she was only could kind of hop around on her elbows. And when she did that, it would cut open her elbows, which they were like, you can't even surgically close them. She's old, the skin's too thin. And what we learned was she had um, an autoimmune disease that hit her very fast. She had rheumatoid arthritis. And um, they just said, well, what happens now? Well, you throw on prednisone. And I remember my grandmother was on prednisone. And it, 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 it's prednisone is a great drug in the short run or in very small doses. Again, I'm not a vet. Please don't come at me. Don't sue me. I'm not a doctor. I'm. This is my personal experience. So my grandmother back, that's how they treated asthma back in the 80s. 
and she shriveled down to nothing. You know, I remember she was 60 and I, it was all bones. You could see her veins. I mean, it's, it's, and with Noel, they're like, yeah, that's pretty much what will happen. And, but she'll be comfortable for the few months she has. I'm like, few months. Like, this is, what are you talking about? Like, I, I, I was like in shock. But I went to do some research on it. And, you know, and this is for people that are going to, I think it's a lesson of not quitting, but then also, um, there's many lessons in it, but also when you do have to go the Western route with medication, you're going to have certain diseases. If Just like with people, there are Eastern alternatives you can do either in lieu of them or part and parcel. So I brought her prednisone way down and then I fortified her body with other supplements. And, you know, I noticed she could walk on her elbows, but the problem was if she did that, it's like bone and skin on pavement. So I'm like, okay, first thing we got to do is close up the elbows. And they said, well, that's not possible. So I went down to the beach and got seawater and again, you know, I know probably it was LA seawater, so I'm sure it wasn't the cleanest, but I was desperate. You know, today, probably maybe I would just do maybe some kind of sea salt, whatever. But, and I, I soaked her elbows. I would work. I keep one hand on my desk with my hand on her body so she wouldn't move and she would just fall asleep. And I made a, like a styrofoam bed and I opened a couple of holes in the styrofoam, put Tupperware containers in those holes. And that would have the seawater and her two elbows would rest in there. And she would just go to sleep. And you know what, Kelsey, in, in three days, it, they cleared up. They tightened the skin closed. Three. The doctors were like, this is a miracle. What did you do? I'm like, I just, it was seawater. So then the next thing I did was we created her some elbow pads. So I, and this is a time, like a lot of the stuff's available now, but it wasn't. So Maria's mother, God love Lisa, was like, I, I made like one really crude one. And then Lita was like, okay, I got this. So Lita made her all different ones. They were basically like, hers were like padded sleeves. And she did all different colors. And then because her rib cage got weaker because of the prednisone and whatever, then we wrapped her. We came up with like kind of a, a pad that went around her that matched the wrist thing. So she could kind of hop around on the wrist things. And then the other thing is we swam, I swam her every day. So, and, and for me, I had a pool, but, but there were times where it was too cold. I would put her in my bathtub and I had a harness. And by the way, we would do it for um, like this, what seems like it was actually a lot of hours. Once I made the pads and closed up her things, the swimming, you know, it was 10, 15 minutes a day. We would do it, you know, whether it was in the pool or in the bathtub and we always made it fun. And then I also noticed that people told me this too as I was looking into different supplements for her, it was actually making me, I was changing my diet ah, and I was supplementing myself because wow. like when I would make her food, I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to take my garlic or whatever I was yeah. doing for her at the time. And so what was supposed to be a two or three month diagnosis ended up being nine years. And she traveled all over the world. And then, and she even gave back because she went to the children's hospital and became a, like a companion animal because she was just a little stuffed animal like Winnie. And she just loved to be held. That's and you know, it was funny with Noel. She never wanted it. I had a friend who used to joke. He's like, Noel doesn't want to be with the commoners, but <laughs> Noel didn't want to be with baby and Benny running around playing. And she wanted to be held. She's Aww. like Winnie. So she actually ended up, you know, having a better life because of it. 
And, you know, we had cynics be like, that's it. She just sits there. Like, why, you know, why, why do you just kill her? Let her go. And I'm like, well, first of all, she's eating. And most of the time, that's another thing. If you're a companion animal, um, if you're a companion animal owner, um, you will know, they'll let you know when they're ready. And we'll probably talk about that later. But um, she was eating. She was giving kisses. She wanted to be here. And I would say, like, well, if you had a handicapped child, would you give up on them? I mean, and by the way, now I've seen big dogs and I've seen other dogs have crushed discs and not be able to do anything. And and they gave you the look saying, I don't want to live like this. So believe me, no, every situation is different. I just knew with Noelle she wanted to be here. Kev, how would you know, like, did you just do a ton of research on, like, you know, what supplements and sort of things that you were yes. giving her? Just asking everybody. Mm-hmm. And and remember, it was before the, the internet wasn't that strong then. Today, it's different. But at, just asking, asking and support groups and different like that. And, you know, you, you just find out. And, and a lot of it was trial and error, too. But um, I think, you know, her diet and the diet of my dogs also made the difference. So raw food, I think, is wonderful. I don't think you can go wrong. It's easy for them to digest. It's pure. It's very expensive. But I but I can see where that is something that would be um that's something that I've had luck with. I have Max on it, but Max has a stomach condition. He needs it. But there's so many um there's so many brands out there now. I mean, Waruva is one that I'll I'll open the can up and you see fresh chicken, peas, carrots to the point that if I, when I put on a plate, I don't know if it's a, like a soup or a human food or, you, you know, Kelsey, you know, from experience <laughs> yes. from feeding yeah. her, right? Mm-hmm. It literally looks, um, yeah. I'm like, wait, is this, is this for me or Winnie? <laughs> so I think, th- but the biggest thing overall is what you put in them is going to make the difference mm-hmm. in terms of their daily health and then their longevity. Now, granted, genetics is going to play a factor, but um, I think you can get more time and more quality of life with the diet. I'm not one for treats. And if the, if you do treats for training, then there's this healthy. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Treats to do. But, um, but normally, unfortunately, like maybe a little pizza crust, you know, but I won't, that's Winnie's favorite, but I won't do the, (laughs) um, yeah, I won't do scraps leftovers. I just, and none of the, like the, the bones, like the little treats that are at again, for me personally, the bones, they love them. And I will tell you the bones. One thing about them chewing on the bones, man, you want natural teeth cleaning. They chew on those bones and it, 
cleans everything. The problem I get nervous with bones is that it's tough to digest. I get nervous about splinters going in their bodies. Um, but again, that's just me. I think um, I hear mixed things about kibble, the like the hard kibble. I I tend to think because it's processed. Um, but again, when we didn't know any better, the, the only company that was decent 20 years ago was wellness wellness used to go by human grade ingredients they've since sold i don't know what their story is now but back then wellness had a hard food kibble that was um that was good that was what we thought was good but again you know our dogs for half their lives were on that and they got you know 19 years and 16 years respectively um i think uh as far as grooming goes um, and I'm just going to try to make this quick because we have a week where we'll go really deep on this stuff. I think as far as grooming goes, you know, there's no evidence that says a dog um, likes to be groomed. In fact, there's more people who say that they don't. I disagree because I notice when a dog, most, actually all of my dogs, they might not like the process of being groomed, but afterwards they are so happy running around circles. I just think it's like any of us, if you haven't showered for a long time and then you go take a nice hot shower and get all the toxins off your body, you feel better. So, um, yeah, Winnie's always um, so happy. Yeah. And, and again, you're going to get a lot of schools of thought on shampoos and stuff like that. So go look it up for me. Um, Pantene with the hypoallergenic dogs works great. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I try to, the reason I keep their hair somewhat short and again, it's all what time you have but I'll keep their hair somewhat short because maybe once a month when he will get groomed, but then I can bathe her once a week and easily because her hair is not that long. I will tell you there's some great doggy hair dryers you find online. And um, listen, if you, I learned how to cut hair too, to a degree with the shears and the, this, and it, it's, it's, it's work, but if you add it up, you'll save a lot of money, but it's, Definitely, I recommend getting one of the dryers to dry them, um, and whether it's a big dog or a little dog. Um, Do you have a preference on shears, Kev? I remember we had a Patreon member ask that the, it was like crazy, and it's always crazy to get the dogs in to get groomed, like always wild backed up. And she said, "Yeah, especially for, now." Yeah, I, I I say invest in a a a, a, a she, an expensive shear, probably in the two to three hundred dollar range, and then one that. Um, even the vets use, you know, and that's industrial. And um, like during pandemic, I just came up with a haircut for Winnie where I'm like, I kept it really tight to her body, little cuffs on her legs. And then we went with that ponytail and she hasn't lost her COVID haircut and we, we're sticking to it. Um, the other thing is with, again, with the hypoallergenic dogs, you got to watch like the ears kind of fill up almost like with a cotton kind of, substance you know if the hair gets but it can pretty easily be plucked out and there's a number of ways to do it if you look online um there's wipes you can use that uh soften it and loosen up but with the you, you, with the dogs that are hypogenic you got to keep the ears clean you know keep keep a lot of the hair out and keep them clean because and don't get any water in because that will lead to an infection all treatable but still like a p- painful for them and a pain to deal with um as far as their nails go, um, they have nail clippers. Just know a lot of, you have to put them up to the light, the nails, because you can see inside the nails, you see veins. 
growing inside the nails. And that's why if you sometimes if you cut um, too like much too of the short. nail, it bleeds. <gasps> yeah. Wow, I didn't so you have to be that. careful. I've known people and that dogs, it can make them uncomfortable. They'll take a tool called a Dremel with a little wheel on the end, like it's a like a sanding tool, and they just they file them more than cut them. Um again. If you don't have the money or the means and you can get good at this, you'll save money and you'll save time, but there are professionals to do it. Um, anal glands are a weird thing. Uh, I hear different things about getting the anal glands drained. Anal glands drained. I've known, I've heard that the more you drain them, the more you have to drain them. I've heard just kind of let nature take the course, but I've also seen them become impacted. Um, Right. Well, it's starting to happen to Winnie. It didn't when she was younger. And then that's that can be really painful for them and it cause infection. Um, How do you know if that's some, happening? Some, well, they'll start like scraping themselves down there. Oh. And yeah. And sometimes you even say break, break open. Um, you know, you'll get uh, again, it's stuff you can learn, too. It stinks to do. But you you a glove, some KY jelly, you insert your finger into the anal cavity and you gently kind of pinch. And out it comes, the the fluid. Uh, you know, again, there's professionals who do it, but I also know people who do it on their own too. So um, I leave it to professionals because I, yeah, I've never been able to do it. Um, but it's something you have to be aware of. I think um, I think the key to longevity, in addition to diet, is movement. So, you know, I, 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 as much as I praise us for 16 years with the big dogs and 19 with our little ones, I swear I could have gotten three more for each of them if we exercised even more. I knew, um, I'll name drop right now, but um, Gene Simmons and his wife had a cup had dogs into their 20s and they, um, uh, well, Shannon, the wife, uh, is is out with them every day. Every day they hike. So hiking, not running, but hiking, and it will make a difference. So um, that's uh, that's uh, something. And then, of course, there's you know the training. Um, different schools of thought of them sleeping in bed. Um, people say not to, but I don't know we we love our babies, and uh, we love being with them, so we couldn't help it. And um, I raised little brats, but that's what made them charming to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's those first six months to a year by investing the time in training and things like that, that will make your life a lot easier. I think the biggest thing is the potty training. That's the toughest thing. You, you got to spend the time on that. Many different videos online will show you um, how to do that. But that's where you really have to be on top of them. Uh, but, you know, when mine have gotten old, maybe a little senile or just bratty. Sometimes it's out of brattiness. They do it to make a statement. Um, I've diapered them, you know. And then there's, there's, there's diapers that are washable. So there's pads you insert inside and they do what they have to. And then you take that off and put on another diaper and a new pad and you're fine. So, I mean, there's plenty of workarounds for this stuff. but. Um, but I know that is one of the things that usually hurts people is if the dog is not potty trained. So um, early on, I suggest that um, 
that goes that way. I, I, with mine, I, I leave them during the day and they, I play music for them. You know, usually like, you'd play and, Christmas music. Yeah. Or <laughs> so, yeah. Christmas music all during the holiday season. But then there's times where, um, you know, I'll crank the AC up in the room and they all go to sleep because it becomes like a, like a bear in hibernation. Yeah. They just, I'm like, watch this Maria. They'll all go up. Um, I think the, the worst part of all of it is the, is the fact that it's, it really is uh, going to be short-term your love affair with them. And that is, uh, that's the hardest thing. And I feel like one of the things that they should do for us is teach us how brief life is and how precious life is and why we have to appreciate every minute we have. And I think animals do that. Um, and that when that day comes, um, and I probably done it now, I've done it for other people because I didn't want their animals to be alone in that last minute when, when they were euthanized, but I've also done it from all of mine. Um, you know, I wish they had natural deaths, but they didn't. And, um, I will caution you that, uh, no matter how many times I've done it, it never gets easier. It's as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It's awful. Some of the, wor it's definitely the worst memories of my life are those moments. Um, but they'll usually let you know. And, uh, and I hate to, I don't want, definitely don't want to end it on this note. So we'll find something else to talk about. But, but you when... guys did, Kev, I want to ask, just because I think it's so important. You and Maria learned something with Beethoven. I forget exactly. I was going to say that. Ah, I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Now, today, they're a lot smarter, is they will administer a deep, deep, deep sedative to the animal first. They'll inject them with that first. And then they'll kind of go to sleep and then they'll inject them with the lethal dose. So, because I've heard dogs yelp in that moment, I've you know, it, it, it's just they look at you because they trust you so much, and then you know they're looking in your eyes. It's 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 a nightmare. Um, I heard once someone once say something like, "The next dog I get is gonna be outlive me. I'm gonna wait till the end of my life because I can't do it. I can't say goodbye again." So, that is part of the contract we sign up for. But um, the pros far away the cons, and someday we're going to be going away too. So um, that's just a little bit to kind of kick off the week, and especially with the holiday season coming up. Really think it through if you have the time, if you have the resources, if you really want to commit to it. 
And and if you do, then I I think you will not have a better. There's no no better gift you can give yourself or your family than a baby, um, a furry baby. And uh, yeah, Kelsey. I'm gonna buy Deb a little dog, and she's gonna yell at me, and then she's gonna be so happy. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Uh, yeah, it's like, what are we gonna do? With that? And then they yeah fall but in love. I've also known people who are just like no. Mm. There's some people you can't, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. fine. But, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, especially with COVID, you guys, and not being able to go out as much. I mean, like, you got your babies, you're good. You're JFF. What does that JFF. stand for, Kelsey? Just effing fine. I'm JFF. I'm just effing fine. Mm-hmm. You, I, I can't tell you how many times that I, I was down, down in life, down in my heart. And I had my babies and be like, you know what? Us three, let's put on the, let's put on the Sopranos. <laughs> let's binge. Truly like, though. I'm JFF. JFF. We're a good team. Yep. If I'm you ever know? lonely, I'm like, well, I got Winchenza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You get, you're good. Yep. You know, and I think a lot of people out there are depressed and lonely and yeah. anxiety. And I mean, like, and it, that's only going to increase, unfortunately, between social media and the climate out there. And I feel like animals make it better and they make it so we can escape and get away from that, you know? Um, and they're the, they're just so non-judgmental in a world of like everyone and every is like so judgmental except our babies, you know? True that. Well, thank you, Kevin. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. I think this is going to be a great week for everyone. And I want to say too, it's like, if you have a dog or if you don't have a dog, I mean, I think that you can learn so much from this week. Rodney and Karen drop some crazy stats tomorrow. And like, Kevin, you have to listen to this episode. They um, they tell us the dog, they found the like oldest dog in the world um, was this farmer in Australia, his dog. When they told us what that dog ate, I all of us were like, Right. I'll tell you off air. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. But so anyways, like if you have a dog, if yeah, I'm you excited. Don't, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to learn more because as you said, some of that stuff is great. I learn more every day. Yeah. I will say too, if you're going to get a breed, um, you know, whatever breed you get, whether you adopt or you buy, do some research on the breeds. For So I knew with, with mm-hmm. Apollo, he was a white shepherd. And so you hear with shepherd, the hips go, the hips go, the hips go. So I immediately had him on a glucosamine supplement from the time we got them. So they would say that that really helps the joints immensely. So I did it. And by the way, 16 years, that's not what got Apollo. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was walking fine. He, we never had those issues. Um, I do the same with Maximus, who's a shepherd. Keep hearing the shepherds have hip problems. Okay, I'm on it. If you get some of those breeds like the Great Danes and you know, they call them the heartbreaking breeds because they only make it, generally speaking, six to eight years. But if you go into it knowing that and you give them enough movement and you give them the proper diet, you can get past that. Mm -hmm. I've seen it many times. Um, You know, Beethoven was uh, our in-laws, Kostin Leitz's dog that we were, Marie and I also cared for. That breed supposedly made it 12 to 14 and we, he got 16, you know, but again, because of all the things that I said. So if you know, if it's teeth are an issue in the breed, 
okay, then you'd be all over the teeth. And I think it's a kind of a, I'm glad we brought this up because I forgot to bring up teeth. Lots of different schools of thought on teeth cleaning, but one thing's for sure is it if the teeth aren't tended to, they literally can kill the dog from infections and things like that. So you have to maintain it. Um, there are people who say that the anesthesia-free cleaning is more surface. I've heard that they actually scratch grooves into the teeth that take on other food particles. I, I, I will just tell you that uh, anesthesia for dog, it will it, for teeth cleaning is necessary at different stages, but know that many dogs have not come out of it. So do your due diligence with vets too, especially with Yelp and whatever, because I've had friends who put their dogs in for teeth cleaning. Dog never came home. So when you go under, it's scary. And the older they get, the harder it is. Now, I Benny went under. He had to at like 16. But I knew he was a strong little guy. And he did. He made it through. Thank God. But we had to. So I recommend anesthesia-free cleaning maybe once or twice a year. Again, depends on the dog, but if you know it's a dog that is teeth are a problem, stay on top of it. And again, if you feed them correctly, you know, you can that will help that as well. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Kelsey, I think I think that that about wraps everything. her up. I know, but I want to, but I definitely want to learn more. And everything is changing. Yeah. Every day. I mean, there's doggy wheelchairs, there's so many like. No, really, there's so many great yeah. things out there for them. Um, we have a stroller that I still have here that, you know, when Beethoven got old, Lisa would push him down the driveway. Mm-hmm. I will tell you for older people, uh, for elderly people, dogs are amazing. They keep the, they keep an older person sharp. They g- g- give them a sense of purpose. I've got to get up. I've got to feed this little thing. Um, yeah, and even for depressed people, just to have that sense of purpose that you've got to get up and you've got to be there for this thing. Yeah. It takes your mind off you, mm-hmm. you know, and um, anyway, hopefully I've said enough and I hope that uh, for you, those who have babies out there, I hope I wish you long and happy and loving lives with them. And for those of you who are thinking about, it, I hope you move forward with it in a responsible way and, and, um, and have the same. So that being said, Kelsey, Boom. how do you take us out of here? Well, thank you, Kevin. Winnie and I want to thank you for being the ultimate dog lover as well, well as healer. I wouldn't say ultimate, but the ultimate. I, just, In our I love my babies. Yeah. No, I think that was a great. What a what a kickstart to this week. So you guys enjoy Pet Week slash Pet Emphasis on Dog Week. Let us know what you think. Share it with anyone you, who has a pet or who's thinking of getting a pet who you think mm-hmm. could benefit. Please do. We, all, we love all the comments, all the shares, all the reviews. We love you guys. And remember to be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Pet week, bitches. Bye. (laughs) Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.